Welcome to New Human Living Radio Show, bringing you powerful interviews to awaken the power in you. Learn more at newhumanliving.com. And now your host, Les Jensen. Well, let's try something different. Instead of going forward, let's go backwards. I like to turn things on their head. I like to step to the side and look at things from a different angle. If we're all ascending to 5D, if we're all becoming enlightened, if we're all on the journey of spiritual discovery, let's back it up. Let's go to the end and go backwards. I like to mangle things because it, it, what does it do? It, uh, I think it, it shows things in a new light. So imagine we've arrived. Oh, the angels are singing. So let's just go over the top with how far we've gone with our evolution. The reason I like this as a topic is tonight's show. Tonight's show is how our new earth, how our new earth is being birthed. And our guest tonight is Maria Nigard. We're going to bring Maria on in just a minute. But so imagine you've you've taken Jesus up on his offer. You will do everything I have done and more. So let's take all the all the words we use to describe the, the masters, the saviors. Um, so a shaman, a medicine man, a, a healer, um, uh, an alchemist, a sage, a mystic. You have accomplished all of that. From that perspective, you're this vast multidimensional consciousness. And in every moment, you can see the truth of all situations. You can see the past and the future and the present as as a nonlinear perspective. And we can only poke at something nonlinear with linear words. But if you've come to the quote end unquote of the journey, like there's an end to the to consciousness. And and you're vividly open. You have all the information your environment has for you. You can make intuitive decisions in the moment. Right and wrong is uh, right and wrong. I cringe every time I say that. Um, the consequences of your choices are evident through a being able to see the timeline that is created based on the choices you make. So let's back that up to a human on their spiritual journey who don't have, who haven't fulfilled that. So we, we start creating a subconscious. Jesus, when he, when he uh, transformed his persona into pure light suggests that there was no vibration in his psyche 
that was a lower vibration. So to back out of that, to back out of that highest realm, if you will, we're going to start loading up our our consciousness. We're going to create a subconscious. We're going to start posturing with reality. We're going to start creating standing waves of energy with lower vibration. We're going to start fragmenting our, our consciousness over time. What do I mean by that? Um, have you ever done a past life or maybe had a dream and you wake up and you're you're all upset and, and you have a lot of emotional energy stirred up? That is um, a, a fragmentation of the totality of your consciousness. In other words, in the moment, in the past or whatever that that environment was created and you were in an emotional distress and you didn't resolve it all, part of your consciousness was kind of frozen in that agitated state and pushed in your subconscious. That's why when you reconnect with it, there's energy there. You have a dream or what, whatever, you wake up and there's a lot of energy there. You literally fragmented, you broke off a chunk <laughs> I was expecting that sentence. You break off a chunk of your consciousness and put it in your subconscious, and you're loading your subconscious up, and now you're shutting down your intuition. Your your chakras have, um, they're not fully open. They're, they start to collapse their bandwidth, if you will, the collapse, their connection with your environment, you start masking what's happening in front of you. And and we'd have to keep going for many lifetimes, perhaps, to load ourselves up to the point where um, uh, maybe we have PTSD and we're homeless and and we're running on fumes because we've loaded up our our consciousness was so much fragmentation from our past. Well, now we have no information, no intuitive information from our environment. We have no concept of of being able to perceive the consequences of our choices. And And what typically happens then is we move from being this vast um, intuitive vessel where the ego does not play a role in planning what happens in your life day to day, week to week, month to month. You're living from your higher self, your your higher consciousness, <clears throat> and you work in union with your passion, and your ego is really uh, just a to-do list fulfiller. Your heart and your soul stream inspiration to your ego and your ego just fulfills it it's not involved with the planning committee it's not involved with any of that but when we back up and we load our psyche up well there's no intuitive information in the moment and we move our our consciousness our decision-making process up into our mind and many 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 people on this planet have 99 to 100% of their thoughts completely 100% in their brain, in their ego. They're living day-to-day completely from their ego. That's really common. 
the monkey mind, the busy mind. They're checking their phone. They're going on social media. They don't like to slow down. People had a tough time during 2020 when that stillness let um, let all that come up to the surface. For many people, 2020 was a very uncomfortable year because they got disconnected from their distractions. So, so if we're living in our mind and our in, intuition is shut down and our mind is watching social media and mainstream media and heaven forbid television, I've, I myself have worked directly in broadcast television for 40 years. Careful with that stuff. <laughs> There's an on off button. Um, you can see how going backwards, how we're, we're loading our psyche up and how that disconnects us from these higher realms. I'm excited for the episode tonight because how our new earth is being birthed, the topic tonight, is, is kind of a reunion, so to speak. So many people on the planet are awakening. Their personas are opening up. They're reconstituting their soul. They're, they're uh, healing the fragmentation of their consciousness. They're literally depleting their subconscious. It's really a very fascinating time to be alive. So um, just this, this short little mental exercise, um, we can kind of see an idea of moving backwards from enlightenment. It kind of shows us some of the stigmas that we might be wrestling with ourselves day to day. Great stuff. Great stuff. God, I love, I love this show. I do, I do, I promise. We're in our 12th year. I love this. Let's get to it. Um, now, tonight's recording is pre-recorded, and Maria provided this beautiful, it's about seven minutes long. It's a, it's a crystal bowl audio clip, and it'll play out at the end of the show. The show was pre-recorded. Time to get to it. Again, the topic tonight is how our new earth is being birthed. And again, our guest tonight is Maria Negard. Maria is specialized in how to use sound, vibration, and light language to reprogram, heal, activate, and create. She has seven years of higher education psychology physiotherapy, international marketing, and leadership. Maria is involved in corporate business management until 2015 when human liberation was created. In 2018, it was renamed to Living on New Earth. You do know this is the new human living show, and tonight's about the new earth. How coincidental is that, wink, wink, as a natural consequence of her personal journey. She is an ascension guide with monthly trainings and navigation in healing, reprogramming, activation through the three stages, awakening phase, liberation phase, and embodiment phase. She is a bringer of freedom codes and new earth templates through light language and sound. Light language is the language of 
that higher consciousness we're talking about. We're, we're reactivating that in our psyche. She is embodied. She is an embodied way shower, channel, star anchor, and grid worker. You can learn more about Maria at livingonnewearth.com. Join me in welcoming Maria to the show. Welcome to the show, Maria. Thank you so much, Les. Lovely to be here. I feel honored and happy. I really like the title you picked, How Our New Earth is Being Birthed. There's so much going on. There's so much um, upheaval. It's like the giant rototiller is going through the garden of humanity, digging up all our our shadow for us to resolve. Um, let's start off so our guests can understand your perspective when we talk about a new earth and and the big shift going on in the collective consciousness now what what does that mean to you well for me it's just um it's important to to bring it down to something earthly because we are earthling spirits in human form so i always point out that it's not like we are going somewhere else we're creating it here it's it's the same earth it's just another version of it and the version is what we create from within so it's like our lens our eyes our perception is what creates the new earth it's it's just um, a new version of it and the experience of something new and just like a birthing process uh, where a mother gives birth to a new child, a new soul that comes into this earth plane, there will be a lot of pain and a lot of, well, suffering is, is uh, optional, I used to say. It's pain is, um, is inevitable, but suffering is optional. So it depends on how we wish to look at it. So there will absolutely be birthing pains in both physical and, you know, all of our software programs will be changed so that we start operating from the heart and not from the brain and from the mind. Uh, more like uh, the brain will be the, or the mind will be the co-pilot and the heart is the motor. The heart is, is everything where all creation will happen eventually. But in the transition period, there will be like a little bit of, um, well, or quite a lot, um, confusion and frustration. And um, yeah, I would, I would say pain for many because it's so fundamentally different what we're heading towards than what we came from. But again, uh, if we put our perspective uh, a bit differently to, to look at what we actually are part of. It is such an amazing, amazing and exciting time to be alive. Um, yeah, and it can be even more exciting if we choose the way to participate in it. So I guess that's just a little intro of what we're going to talk more about. Sure. Now, the the idea that... 
suffering isn't required per se. It's more of an option. How do you, what would you say to someone who very much feels like they are suffering in this change? How do you transmute the idea of suffering? How do you kind of lift the 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 shackles or the burden, if you will, of the the emotion of suffering. How do you tra- uh, transmute that and and to harvest um, what it might offer you? Yeah. So, well, uh, through my own journey, I've been through quite a bit of suffering because I, uh, as a child, I was very intuitive and very emotionally present and so I would feel everyone else's feelings and I would even read their thoughts sometimes but this was all involuntary involuntary so um and also until I was grown up I I still um feel very deeply and so this has uh, kind of trained me to to feel everything on the whole range from like a piano i usually uh, make it like an analogy with a piano or a tone that you um if you are feeling the deepest deepest tones of a piano and all the way up to the highest highest notes then you have like the whole range of emotions going from deep despair and even on the more shadowy side uh, that we would say as humans we would perhaps even judge it to be like the the bad feelings like hate and anger, jealousy, uh, envy, all of these very low-frequent emotions. However, on the other side, there is uh, the whole range of and then you, you end up with the love vibration and gratitude and peace and bliss and all of these things that we're all striving for. But since we are living in a polarity uh, universe, we are living in a reality where things are uh, polarized. And this was our choice when we incarnated on planet Earth, because this is what has been the, the, the game here, so to speak. So um, when we entered that game, uh, we actually have to learn and to experience all of the pain and suffering on the lower frequency side of the scale to be able to actually feel fully what is on the blissful side of the scale. And if we can then sometimes during the process, before we gain a maturity, I would say uh, like an emotional maturity and wisdom from what we are actually experiencing, uh, when we are awake and aware to, to what our humanness is going through, um, then it's, easier to go through the lower frequent emotions with some kind of acceptance and gratitude because you know that this enables you also to open up to those blissful feelings and also to have compassion for others going through hardships in life. So to answer your question a bit more uh, directly, I think when, if people can cultivate the the skill of alchemizing any suffering or pain or anger or hate into like if you start with just holding a hand on the heart space 
and just taking a deep breath and then just feeling what is present first, not trying to suppress it, not trying to distract yourself, just really being completely present with whatever emotion is present in your body. Then you are not running away from anything and then only just staying present with it, it makes it uh, alleviates the intensity somewhat. And then the next phase would be to to accept that you're actually feeling whatever you are feeling. To accept whatever feeling is present in your heart or in your wherever it is in your body. You can even be quite specific to to locate it. Where is it in your body? If you feel fear, for example, where is it? Is it in your chest? Is it in your stomach? Or maybe it's even more physical, like in your knees or in your head. But just really localizing it as well. It helps the energy to go to this place and to help transmute it. It is only when we try to distract ourselves or run away from feelings that they become so much more intense and that they are kind of steering the boat uh, without us knowing it. It's like it's still the motor. All of our all of our fears, everything that runs in the deep, it will still direct our lives without us knowing it. So as soon as we lift it up to the surface so that we become aware of everything that is going on in our human vehicle, then we have the chance to be in the driver's seat and to guide ourselves and to hold ourselves and embrace whatever comes. Because we have been through a lot of trauma. Being human on this planet right now involves a lot of trauma. And to be able to help each other and ourselves to transmute all of the shadow and all of the trauma that is embedded even in our cellular memory, it has to be lifted out into the light, uh, which is, it can be quite easy to do through this process. So then first acknowledging that it is in your body, you hold it, you sit with it, then you accept that this is present. And then if you're not able to love it, at least embracing it, holding yourself, loving that feeling and saying thank you. Because in my experience, especially from my own life, then it's when I lose myself in the emotions, when I start judging it, when I start kind of um, identifying with it so much that I think that it is me, that it is my identity to feel all of these different things, that it identifies my life, that's when trouble is coming because then the mind puts it in, a, it categorizes and it's, kind of um, makes it bigger than it needs to be. So it's being present, being adult about it, like being mature in holding ourselves with whatever feelings we have. But then also being the, the parent that can guide us out of that emotional state, which is really only that. It's only energy and frequencies, which is possible to lift ourselves out of, to transmute ourselves out of through acceptance and love. 
and presence. So that is, that is what I will recommend for anyone who finds themselves in their circumstances and who are feeling a lot of suffering right now. And in the, in the, in the weeks and months to come, I think there will be a lot more as all of this collective shadow is coming to the surface, then we will need to be able to develop more skills to handle emotional uh, intensity and using our minds only as a co-pilot to, to soothe ourselves and to, to bring in the wisdom and, and uh, knowing that we will, we will be able to bring ourselves out of this. You know the yeah. the the last couple of years, twenty 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 one, kind of shattered the the quote normal unquote. I mean, in twenty nineteen, everybody had a pretty stable idea of what the collective was, what their life was, how the world was, and when that normal shattered, it there's it's really created a a big void in that our sense of normal is gone. And as a result of that, um, to to birth a, a new narrative, a new dynamic, a new earth, it, uh, sometimes I think of our past as like... Uh, an overdose of ego <laughs> where humanity, yeah. humanity has lived in their heads and their heart has been uh, silenced or ignored to it's really uh unheard of uh dynamic that such a such a inclusive part of humanity such a c- comprehensive part of humanity i mean the entire world, so to speak, is is moving into a new narrative, and this is just not in our our history in the last hundreds or if not thousands of years. To to bring in a new narrative and anchor it into our human condition is really what's going on, whether we like it or not. For myself, I love it. But uh, how do we how do we change ourselves to create an, a, a metaphorical new normal that is centered in our heart and and um, perhaps fulfills the vision of our soul? Yeah. So. For me personally, I used to live a life in corporate business where I did, you know, I lived in Norway. I had uh, two kids and a husband and a big house. Everything was very normal. And um, something just emerged from within me. Um, and it was it was unhappiness in the beginning, but it was also this 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 feeling that something is off, you know, something is not right with this, all of this. And no matter how much money or wealth or, or whatever education I would gain, uh, nothing would fulfill this deep calling within me. 
and for me personally this has been a very like when i when i woke up so to speak uh it's been a very accelerated and very um intense journey and um i'm not saying that this will be the case for everyone but i think that since the new normal is now on a collective level shaken and sh- everything is just you know shaken shaken so you cannot live on this planet right now without having felt that okay so everything that i thought would keep me safe and comfortable in my own little sphere coming from norway this is the people up there is very highly educated but not necessarily so connected to their hearts and uh, it's a uh, um you know we don't have these uh, uh natural catas- catastrophes and we have a pretty good social security system and so people are very comfortable in their in their skin so to speak so, but not in their hearts so that's what we have seen that once something really um once something happens that we have been through the last two years um people start to question you know do do i have what it takes to bring to bring me through catastrophes and uh and these huge shifts that are that are happening you know and because you can only be protected so far <laughs> and then you have to face yourself and your feelings and everything that happens within you at some point uh and the external cannot save you from that so um i think that we um every one of us all of us on an individual basis we go through different journeys where we come to this acknowledgement that there must be something else and um that there is a necessity to get to know ourselves better and um the new normal i think we don't know what that will be uh for for a while i think the only constant is change <laughs> <laughs> uh, and um and but the, the great thing is that when we learn to embrace change um that's when we can really create something magical and I drew a card before we started today and I knew we were going to talk about birthing a new humanity but um I drew this beautiful card from my uh, Lemurian star chart uh, deck and it says manifest and it's um a beautiful picture of uh, an angelic woman and it says co-creation gratitude divine alignment and joyful vision so the thing is that when we come a little bit further into and i would say you know everyone who feels the slightest um excitement now uh about where we are headed i mean there's more than enough things that could keep us you know just want to go to bed and say wake me up when everything is over um but if we want to contribute to what we are really in now so uh for anyone who listens to if you feel this little tingling inside that you know wow so everything is not as we thought it was but what can we do about this in in times of great change there is always opportunities that we didn't know that we even had and for me i mean the person i was 10 years ago is it's not gone because i keep her in my heart and i hold her you know because she's sometimes wondering what 
is going on, you know, and what, where am I headed? Because in my life, things are happening quite quickly with the spiritual awakening. And, you know, it's all of these uh, aspects of ourselves that we haven't embodied before. Uh, you know, for example, our angelic aspect or our galactic aspect or ascended master aspects, all of these versions of ourselves that exists on higher levels. And then to bring these aspects down here to earth, and to being that at the same time as we are human. And that is what we are here for, you know, uh, in different, um, it's different, the path is different for, for everyone. But for me personally, I, I am working with embodying my angelic aspect right now. And that's, a, that's, a, you know, pretty hard because my body needs to transform from carbon based into crystal base like silica and uh, that's pretty painful but it's also super exciting so I'm just bringing all this out there so that people will you know whatever you're going through in your personal journey just just embrace it and 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 like a child and think that everything anything can happen right now because it's only each and every one of us, what is on your path, what is right in front of you right now. And you don't have to feel bad about not focusing on what's going on in the world because that will take care of itself. You know, if it's not right in front of you, it's not for you. And this is what I always tell my clients as well. You know, if it's not right in front of you, don't feel bad about not engaging and walking in parades for whatever thing that is going on in the world, because you can do it from, you, you can do it from your living room. You can just do it through your heart space. And if you know a little bit about quantum physics, focusing on something that you do not want will just create more of the same. So the best we can all do is to really be with ourselves, to get to know ourselves more and more, because it turns out we don't know each other. We, we don't know ourselves very well. We don't know our skills. When our crystalline DNA comes um, online, more and more of it, we will have completely new skills. And this is something I have experienced. If something, if someone would have told me 10 years ago that I would be working on what I'm working on right now and that I would be speaking light language and channeling my higher self and creating in that way, I would have thought that they were completely mad because I didn't even know what it was. So, yeah, that was a long answer. <laughs> Let's, no, I'll, I'll give you a chance to. No. I'll give you a chance to to talk. Great, great content. I really like it a lot. The, uh, you know, it's kind of the metaphor of the butterfly and the caterpillar. It's like our past, um, um, the language of our past, the narrative of a caterpillar, the perspective of a caterpillar. Um, doesn't fit the butterfly narrative. And uh, when you talk about angelic consciousness, um, or perhaps some people talk about 5D consciousness, and and really um, uh, tuning in and embodying the the higher elements of our own consciousness. I mean, all of us have a higher self. All of us have uh um octaves 
of consciousness that are there for us to evolve into, there can be a little bit of a tug of war in the sense that, um, like you were saying with the with the quantum, whatever you focus on that is what you don't desire or perhaps quote negative unquote. Um, yes. When you put your consciousness on it, you perpetuate it, but still we have the unresolved, not so fun emotions in our psyche that need to be processed as well. What's the balance between, and earlier in the conversation, you gave a wonderful description about being present and allowing our the, the feelings that we've perhaps avoided for so long how do you how do you balance kind of like cleaning out the psyche of of these heavier emotions these more challenging emotions and um also bringing in the the higher consciousness, the higher vibration within your psyche. It, it would seem like um, the, the more you can resonate with the higher consciousness, the easier and perhaps, quote, faster, unquote, the faster seems to be uh, associated with better. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, it can be a little bit of a back and of back and forth because I I totally like that we need to not bastardize our emotions and allow them to be felt and released in the moment. So how how do you um, clean out your closet, so to speak, and also um, do the do, uh, put in the effort to um, resonate and harmonize your consciousness with your higher self. Yeah. So this is really my core, uh, core, uh, how to say it. It's, it's been, it's something I really, 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 uh, love talking about because, um, when people start awakening to, to higher truths and in the beginning years, I would just look to the heavens and say, hey, come get me, you know, and uh, I would just be completely excited and um, uh, only I would read. I stopped watching television. I was only watching YouTube videos and I was educating myself. So I was educating my mind and my 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 ego felt satisfied because I could understand and I could finally understand my life. But then then the real work starts. You know, that's when, as you, exactly what you say, that these emotions and these patternings and everything we have with us, most of it being unconscious or subconscious. So then you just realize that uh, you are not able to manifest, like they say in all these trendy movies or, or like trendy videos that uh, you just have to focus on it and then you have to feel it and then you can manifest it because our bodies are like infinitely and continuously pulsing out vibrations, which is a, is a, uh, a mix of our emotions and our thoughts and our physical uh, vehicle. And it's all 
you know, it's posing out into this holographic movie, what our reality, what our life becomes. So, and most of, uh, most of these things that we are radiating all the time, we don't have, we don't have any awareness of. So, um, the, the process of be becoming more and more and more still to be able to get to know ourselves. That's like, it's taken me so long and I'm still spending so much time doing it and being present with whatever arises. So as soon as there are uh, thoughts that are not aligned with my higher self, which you will feel because you can weigh them in your heart. You, you can, when you, when you tune into a situation or a person or a, uh, an opportunity or whatever it is that is presenting itself to you, then you weigh them in your heart and then you think, you, you think about it and then you feel into it. So does this weigh my heart down or does this feeling, this, this, uh, uh, thought or this situation when I think about it, does it, uh, lift me up? Does it feel like a feather? So it's like always weighing things with the heart. And then you see also, oh, this is not in alignment with my higher self, with my highest good. And then there is this, I mean, this process takes years and years because as you say, you, one day you feel completely, well, let's call it in 5D mode <laughs> in, in that vibe, in the Christ consciousness, you feel connected to your heart, you feel grounded, you feel that you can sense and see everything around you in nature, everything is vibrating, and then you feel, oh, now I'm here, you know, and then the next day you wake up and you feel like shit, pardon my uh, language, <laughs> you feel just horrible and you're down in this black hole again and you don't know wh what happened because maybe not even something external happened. Uh, so it's just what, when there is more light, coming into the body, then more of our shadow uh, or our low frequent emotions, patternings, everything that is subconscious, everything, uh, it's like you, you opened up so that more of that can come to the surface. It's like a cork in water. If you, if you pop the cork, then another one comes and another one comes. I'm, I'm a certified uh, e, a TFT uh, a practitioner as well thought field therapy. So you tap on these different meridians. And when we do that, you know, people, sometimes they start out with one feeling, for example, you can come and you are very sad. And then we work on that feeling. And then I ask them questions and we go through this process of, of uh, releasing that initial feeling. And then another one pops up, you know, suddenly it just takes like 30 seconds with tapping on, for example, sadness, and then anger comes, and then anger is gone, and then sadness comes again, and then you feel compassion for, for you know, these, but this is so amazing because it just shows us how the body is able to move energy very quickly. So it's like, um, again, identifying with, for example, being sad, being depressed, in my opinion, we are not per se depressed. It is something, I feel sadness in my body. So you do not identify with whatever feeling. It's just that you have been gifted this amazing vehicle, this physical flesh and bone who also has a heart and who has a sensory system, the emotional navigation system. 
but we just have to learn how to use it. And then it's possible to process emotions quite quickly and the adjourning thoughts connected to it. So um, say that we have so much um, emotional patternings um, and even subconscious patternings in us that it takes, it can take quite a while to get all of it. And I don't even know if we will ever do it. <laughs> I mean, I've done it so much all of my years and I'm still, you can, you know, come in situations where emotions are arising and I do not feel like my higher self. I feel very human. I feel very, you know, I can feel very low. And, um, but what I will say is that if you take a look out on your life, you will have, even if it's a, some, something that is, subconscious, you will know what it is you need to work on because your life is a mirror of everything that goes on inside. So it's, it's basically just to have the patience and the presence and the uh, resilience to stay with yourself through all of um, the journeys that you have to take to look into your psyche, to look into what is what is radiating from this beautiful being that I am? What is pulsing out into my reality and creating this I call life? This I call my life, you know, and then you will see. So if you have people in your life that you do not really appreciate, so how, how did they even end up there? It comes from within. We have to, the first step is really, really acknowledging that we are the creators of our lives. Of course, there are wild cards that comes in like distortions and there can be interference in our field. But we are such powerful creators that no matter what might be coming in, you know, that that has some external shadow that is not necessarily completely connected to you, if it's there, it's something that you somehow invited in. And so the good news is that if you invited it in without knowing, then you can invite it out. <laughs> you can say, here's the door. Please um, go back to source light with gratitude and love for your presence. You know, whatever comes in as uh, things we do not want in our lives. So, um, yeah, it is a long process. It's a, it's a, I will say that I am going through what I would call a stabilization right now, like the embodiment of these higher aspects. And um, it's incredibly challenging, but also very, very fascinating and exciting. And for people who are feeling that it's very unstable, just that's also part of the process of actually learning how to be patient and resilient and um knowing how to be our own parent. It takes a long time because the physical body is very rigid and the ego is very rigid. So it takes time to stabilize a new state of being. It doesn't happen overnight. So I think this will be the absolute most uh, important process that humanity will go through in the next years to stabilize a new state of being where the heart is the operating system and the mind is is also valuable, but just as a co-pilot. Nice, very nice. Well said. So, if 
if you what I'm getting at here is how your life has changed so if for example you magically transport back in time when you were immersed in the struggle and you didn't have a sense of consciousness and you didn't have a sense of the evolution of your persona and you were in the struggle of your life before the awakening metaphorically and then side by side here you are today uh, what are some of the ways your life has changed, your day-to-day -day life? What What's different about you as you have gone through this evolution? Well, I think the most important thing is that I uh, understood that I needed time. Uh, and uh, I needed to withdraw myself from all the things that um, did not resonate with what I then felt was like the the... I was not spiritual at all back then, you know, and I won't even call it spiritual because that, what is that really? <laughs> we are all spirit in form, but I wasn't aware that I was that. So I needed, uh, well, quite physically, I, um, you know, I was working in corporate business and uh, I continued doing that for four years. And then uh, my family and I, we, we decided to take a year off and travel around the world. Then my kids were nine and 12. And that brings you into a state, something like that, you know, just removing yourself from your everyday hustle and bustle so that you're able to get a little observer mode. You have to come into an observer mode so that you're not just in it. Because when you're in it, you just cannot sort things out. And uh, so when I came back from this journey, that was um, obviously very important for, for all of us. Um, and um, yeah, also my kids um, that really discovered what life can be like and to come out of that very day-to-day -day normal where everyone does the same and then just see that life can be so much and no one has to do the same, you know? You just have to find your thing and what makes your heart sing and what makes you happy. And so um, I would say then, then I completely changed my life. I stopped uh, doing um, what I was doing. <laughs> I was a marketing manager in a big company. And I uh, created my own company working with all of this. And then in 2018, we moved from Norway to Mallorca. Um, and then, you know, just starting to attract a new tribe of people to attract the, the people that resonates with, with who you are and your values and this new way of living because everything changes. This is not just like a hobby. Everything changes. To, from within, everything external then changes and you start attracting completely different people, different situations. Um, so it's not only easy in the beginning um, because this is the process of liberation. You liberate yourself from your own inner prison. So um, there is a lot of... Uh, focus and dedication needed to be able to go through and properly process everything that needs to go. And for that, I would recommend anyone who is in it to 
somehow create space for yourself to be able to do that. Because as long as we, we put it off and we postpone and yeah, we'll do that later, we'll do the meditations, we'll go into nature later, you know, uh, then you will be pushed. And you can, it can be harsh or it can be soft and gentle, but still, you know, going through the same things, you just, I, I you, sometimes I use this analogy that you are in a riverbed and, you know, the river is running and if it goes too fast and if it's too much, yeah, you can take a break. You can, you can sit on the riverbed for a little while and just catch your breath and uh, soothe yourself. But eventually you just have to flow with it and then, and then trust. It's, it's like a, it's a process of learning to trust that whatever is, is for you will you will float to it or you will attract it to you and everything that will because there is i will say this process is more releasing and letting go of things than to gaining anything it's like becoming it's a process of becoming nothing and then realizing that you are everything but this process of really letting go of one thing after another that you think you could never live without. And then in the end, you see that you can't not only live without it, but you live much better without it. And then all these things on the other side of that, you will see that you start attracting what is really meant for you, what is really making your soul happy. Not necessarily your ego in the beginning, your humanness, but your soul will feel fulfilled with the new things that you are attracting into your life. And so I will say dedication and focus. Sometimes I could not talk with people because I had to really concentrate. Because when you come into a situation that would normally, uh, with your uh, old human self, trigger you immensely, if you sit still and breathe in with a technique we talked about earlier, there are many others as well, and then you sit there and then you hold yourself and you allow yourself to feel it. But then this other side, like this, when, when, it, when you have transmuted the feeling, then suddenly you have access to something else. This higher levels of yourself, this Christed consciousness that comes in and activates your heart space that allows you to see the oneness in this whole play. And this is what I wanted to, to talk a little bit about because as soon as when you, when you when you go through this inner awakening you realize that we are part of this this play together and anyone who has ever harmed you in any way is also part of the play we can call them shadow players and uh, you know or or give it any kind of name but it's someone has in this game of polarity when we were talking about the piano the good the good and the bad, you know, the, the, the black and the white. In this world of polarity, someone has to play the roles of the villain. And we have all played those roles in other lifetimes. But right now, you know, you may play on the light side, you may play a light worker, or you may, you may resonate most with the light and be the one who is an empathet and empath or, you know, who is working uh, who are a kind and compassionate person. 
but for you to be able to discover yourself, you need someone to push against. And so the moment we can realize that whatever we have been through in this life, it's for a purpose. It makes us who we are. And even, you know, when you, when you get a little bit past the, the initial intensity of what someone may have done to you or hurt you, coming to that space, which I've done a lot in my own life, people who I perceived had hurt me or, you know, not treated me well or whatever, coming into this space where you can actually feel compassion and gratitude towards that person, that is when things are transmuted. It doesn't mean that you, uh, that you, um, con uh, what is it, it the word, that you, that you come into an acceptance that this is, that this happens, and you don't have to, like forgiveness. Forgiveness doesn't mean that you, you agree to whatever, uh, what someone else has done. It just means that you give yourself peace that you accept the situation and the person for what it is, and then you move on. You forgive. You give someone freedom. You free yourself, and you free that other person from whatever has happened. And this is when you can really feel, or that fifth-dimensional consciousness, Christ's only meaning, the crystalline consciousness, has nothing to do with religion. It has to do with the frequency of the heart. So once we understand and remind ourselves again and again and again that we are all in this together, that it is a play and everyone has their unique role and fill that unique puzzle piece, then it's easier to let things go because we don't get stuck and we, we don't get stuck in those low-frequent emotions where we cannot seem to forgive or we cannot seem to let go of something that happened in our past. If we can alchemize it and turn it around and see, how did I create this in my life? How can I be the responsible creator in my life and change this into something beautiful? And give the other person or the other situation to set it free with my love and with my gratitude. I'm not saying that this is an easy process, but eventually it will get a lot more easy. It will be the only natural thing to do. And eventually then, when these vibrations are released from our human vehicle, our cellular memory, our underlying patterning, then eventually we will not create these things in our lives anymore. It's a subtle process that suddenly turns into a new life. This is how we are changing an old way of living into a new way of living through alchemizing, through turning everything around, through accepting responsibility for whatever is present in our lives. It doesn't mean that we are to blame. Blame is not interesting. Blame is not part of the equation. It only has to do with us taking responsibility and actually even, we can say, like claiming our mastery as creators, as source energy beings. That's what we're doing. And then we use that power once we refine it and we mold it, and then we become these master creators who 
is not only using that ability and that skill to change our path into something beautiful, but we are actually can use it to create this new earth that we're talking about. And what that will look like, that's like the next, the next chapter. How, how do we create a new earth and what will that look like? You know? Yeah. Well, very nice. Well, we've only got a few minutes left. I want to turn the attention on you and your platform and your services, your web page. Take some time now and tell the audience um, how they can connect with you, what services you offer. Are they in person? Are they online? Um, share with us your platform, please. Yeah, thank you, Les. Um, so um, my work the last two years have been dramatically transformed. I used to be a, a Ascension guide, which I still am, but um, I have been guided uh, from doing one-on-ones and retreats and stuff like that to um, directing my attention to a bigger audience. Because the last uh, three, four years, I started speaking light language, which is a transmitting light code uh, for new creation and also for healing and transmuting the old. So what I am uh, doing right now is creating like a like a library or, or a platform that holds a lot of transmission uh, that people can use um, to both heal uh, trauma and to integrate this new way of being only through listening to these recordings of light language and also activating this higher these higher levels of your beingness so there are um the the platform will look like um you know it's like you can go in and then you find whatever emotion you're struggling with and then there will be a transmission that helps you transmute this and also then an activation of your uh, of your mastery so but this is as i said in the process of being created right now um, but I do have a website, uh, which will be connected to this new space, uh, this platform that I'm talking about. Um, and it's called livingonnewearth.com. So, and I'm also quite active on Facebook, uh, which is Ma- Maria Nigard, which is my name. And uh, also on Instagram, which is Living on New Earth. So right now, that is uh, what is available, but um, I think early autumn, this will be finished. And then, uh, yeah, because I will also say, uh, in my earlier years, I've used, I've written a lot of articles, and which will, you can also read on my webpage, <clears throat> because I, I came from a very left-brained um, and also uh, uh, like scientific um, side of all this. But through my own journey um, and awakening of those skills that are more connected to the heart and the divine feminine, I have realized that uh, there is an easier way. So we can read and we can educate ourselves until we get blue. Uh, But eventually it has to do with the embodiment and being, uh, walking our talk. And it's easier, uh, there are easier ways 
than just making the mind more active. And that is activating the heart, the intuitive guidance system. And uh, so these light language transmissions uh, allow you to lie down and just receive and absorb it like a sponge and not necessarily using your brain or, or preferably not using your brain at all, just lying there and receiving it and activating it, activating the crystalline DNA and everything that lies on these different strands through actually only listening and receiving and being awake and aware. Yeah. Okay, thank you, Les. Well, now, you sent an audio clip that we're going to include in this broadcast. We're actually going to close the show with this clip. Can you uh, tell us what this clip is about? Yes. Um, this is a very dear clip to me. Um, it's, um, it's a mix of a deep healing ancestral remembrance it's activating deep seated memory in us of who we are where we came from why we are here and it will also be individual for anyone who listens um, and then it holds an activation of your of you as a source energy being everything that lies on your strands of dna why you are here your purpose on this planet and so I would advise you to listen as often as you feel guided. And every time it will go deeper and deeper and deeper. And so there's no necessity for any understanding of what I'm saying, because this is a pure light language uh, toning transmission with crystal balls and my voice. So, um, yeah, just using it as, as much as you feel called to. Well, very nice. Um, do you have any closing thoughts for our audience? Well, other than everything I've already said, I just want to say, you know, staying in the heart and knowing that even if things does not seem well on the outside, all is well on the bigger schemes of things. And really tuning into that feeling of trust that the universe has your back and that everything is happening for a reason. Just taking these deep breaths and holding a hand on the heart and just, uh, yeah, feeling also the excitement of what we are heading towards. Um, and I'm just feeling really grateful to have this opportunity to talk with all of you and to you, Les. It's been wonderful. Well, Maria, I want to thank you for being our guest tonight. I've really enjoyed it. Thank you. Likewise. We've been talking with Maria Negard, and the topic tonight has been how our new earth is being birthed. And again, we're going to forego the normal closure of the show with this audio clip. I'm your host, Les Jensen. Thanks for joining us tonight. Enjoy the audio.